Hello, everyone. Come on in and pull up a seat for our Countertop Conversations. All right, guys. My name is Cole Andre, and I'm going to be the host of your podcast today. With me is Eric Tracy and Luke Roberts. And for the start of our series of Countertop Conversations, we're going to talk to you about a very array of pretty in-depth coverage of topics, I would like to think. And we'll do, we'll hit on the NFL, we'll hit on sports, but for today, for our opening podcast, we really wanted to touch upon what's going on in the world with the coronavirus and how it's impacting day-to-day life, how it's going to impact the future, how it's impacting sports, how it's impacting travel, and just different ways it's affecting our economy and our daily lives. Do you guys got any thoughts, specifically, I want to start with you, Luke, on the biggest thing that your takeaway is from the coronavirus happening? Uh, it sucks. I'll say that. I don't like being cooped up in my house all day, not being able to do anything. But uh, I would say the worst part is the lack of live sporting events. I've been spending a lot of my time watching LeBron high school games. Oh, <laughs> And you can only do that so many times. Now to know, are they like individual games on like ESPN or did you actually get to watch like the 30 for 30 on them? No, I just go on YouTube. They have, you can just pick any, you can just say LeBron high school. And then there's like 25 games that come up. Jeez Louise. So that's been a lot of my time and Marvel movies. Mm. But I mean, we'll, can't go wrong. we'll get more, we'll get more into into this a little bit later. So I'm not going to give away all my secrets here. I like it, Eric. Any big thoughts from you? Um, I agree with Luke. This sucks. <laughs> Being cooped up all day um, is not the most enjoyable thing in the world. But I will say, I actually have been pretty productive around the house with a lot of stuff that I had to get done. Which, uh, like Luke said, we'll get into a little more later. Um, as the overall bigger picture, I'd like to say that, you know, as this coronavirus has gotten worse, I think the world as a whole has actually come together and realized that we have to work as one whole, like, whole team to try and fight this. Because if one country doesn't, it's just going to continue to get worse. So. Yeah, I'm. I mean, we've seen. I've heard reports of like uh, Italy. You go to Venice and the canals and such. And when you went there, like they used to be dirty, you couldn't be able to see in them. And now, Italy's cleaned it up so much that you can actually see the water's crystal clear. It's beautiful there again. And it's just crazy how things have people have come together to make things better. And Hopefully we in the United States can do something a little bit more of that with some cleanup efforts along the coast and by our lakes and rivers to kind of help our environment and us deal with this epidemic, I would dare say. Yeah, I agree. Um, Honestly, it's sad to say, but I feel like more people have actually gone out and started taking walks, going for runs and exercising outside more now that we are all cooped up in our houses. And I think people are realizing that, like, yeah, we should try and clean up everything around us and make this a better place. I know that's me. I I have not been outside once in a week, and then I come home. I took, like, a half-hour walk with my mom and my sister. Yeah. It was terrible. My legs were tired. I didn't (laughs) want to do it anymore. (laughs) Well, there's nothing else to do. 
what else you can you can't you can only sit on the couch for so long before it's like enough is enough you know mm-hmm. last semester i thought i could stay on the couch all day but this semester school started around i'm like i gotta get out of the house i took a drive just to leave Jeez, who was that who just ripped did you hear that yeah it wasn't me so i'm blaming eric i think it was, it was no Cole. i think it was cold this is some BS. I am the host of this pod, and I do not take this slander. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay so let's get into something. I want to. I want to touch base on a few sporting things. And we all played high school sports, and we all remember our last football games, uh, track meet, basketball games. And I want to know from you guys, how would you be dealing with? the loss of this senior season for these high school athletes. We know college kids are going to have a chance to redo this or some are going to go pro, but as a high school athlete, I missed my season completely. It's gone. How would you guys take and feel about this? Mm, That's a good question. I think, uh, well, not first. I just want to say like, not all college athletes get to get a chance to redo this like um one of my buddies is a division three track athlete and he's not i mean a a d3 kid's not going to stay in school an extra year and pay all that money just for another season like it's just Mm -hmm. gone and for me personally i really don't know what i would have done being a high school kid i mean luckily my spring sport wasn't my favorite Mm -hmm. i did track so it was like kind of just a mess around time anyways with my buddy with my good buddy eric yeah just, yeah we had some fun times mess around but i think i i really don't know what i would have done gone crazy made my mom um <laughs> yeah I, I really i really don't know i i don't think it's it's hard not being in that situation having an answer if that makes sense mm-hmm. what about you eric like you, um, track was your number two sport in high school, correct? Uh I don't know. It it's debatable on what I uh, what I like more. Football is my favorite, but I I really like basketball and track also. Um, as much as I complained during both of them, <laughs> um, but looking at it, um, from my perspective, it would suck because I know our guys back home. They just finished their senior basketball season just a little while ago. And they're starting to get into the thick of track season, getting in shape, probably debatably the worst part of the season. Um, and then just knowing it's all taken away would suck. We both know that there is some possible state-bound kids on the Rylander team this year, at least good sectional qualifiers, I would say. And if that was taken away from me, I'd be pretty devastated, personally. But no, that's it's not officially like all taken away, is it? Because they didn't they didn't cancel the rest of the school year, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Because I know you need you need like two weeks of practice or something, unless the WIA expedites it. Well, I would I would hope the WIA would expedite this and allow us to start going meets if everything's not taken away. But I know, like, colleges, like, they're done. Yeah, college is done. All spring yeah. sports. Spring sports. All college um, athletes. Like, you aren't even allowed to go to the gym. No. 
So, so like you guys, there's no spring football for you this year, right, Eric? No, uh, that was taken away. When was that? Two weeks ago. When school was canceled. Yeah, so, when school was canceled, and then they were still allowing us to go to the gym and work out for about a week, and then the GLIAC made an announcement that they're shutting down all GLIAC weight rooms and training facilities, so that was taken away, and then campus altogether was shut down this past week. Okay. I want to dive a little bit deeper into that before we come back to our topic of the cancellation in high school sports potentially with how do you think that's going to affect all these college programs with recruiting and no spring ball for like football or trainings for basketball during this time? Oh yeah. That's, it's a real interesting topic because I mean, we all know how important the spring season is to a lot of programs, not only uh, learning the, like new system, whatever changes each program's making, but also just physically like being able to train. Like this is one of the most important times of the year rolling into the summer to really be able to honestly bulk up and get big and fast for this uh, fall season. And like right now our trainers sent out a, like two different workouts because some people on the team are still able to get into a gym or they have weights at home that they're working with. But, like, I have – I think the only set of dumbbells we have at my house is a 25-pound dumbbell. So, it's not like you can do much with it. So, they did – they, they sent out a body weight workout that you can do. Prison workout, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're pushing cars instead of sleds right now. Yeah, there you go. I, Push them through the snow. I think playing off of that, it's, it's hard for those um, strength coaches because – like all winter and the beginning of spring is about bulking up and like, it's not so much about speed. Whereas like the end of the spring and then summer is more speed development. And then you're like slimming down, getting in shape for the season. Yeah. And now you got all these guys with all the mass that they've built throughout this winter going into the summer with that same amount. Like it just really screws up your whole system, but I'll say at least there's not going to be one school with an advantage necessarily, you know, like every single yeah. school, division one, two, three, NAIA junior college, they're all screwed. Yeah. Everyone's you know? so like in the hole. I think in your conference, like Oshkosh, we're not going to have spring ball. Okay. But it's not like whitewater has spring ball. So we're all going to look like trash come fall. So where do you think the bigger impact is going to be on the field because of the lack of spring ball, Luke? Do you think it's going to be the mental side, people struggling to get the playbooks, yeah. the checks right? Or do you think it's going to be the physical side? Because we know that there's probably going to be a lot of people who aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing and are going to be taking some time off. Well, I think at the higher levels, you're not going to notice it physically because those guys are just on a different planet than all the rest mm-hmm. of us. Yep, you know, and the 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 great ones are doing what they're supposed to be doing, and those strength coaches are the best of the best. So they're gonna have their guys on the straight and narrow that way. But I think you're gonna see in the fall if we have football. Um, oh, I'm gonna lose my mind if we don't. I think offensively, like in the college game at all levels, it's gonna for the first couple of weeks probably be 
a shit show mm-hmm. because on defense there there is a mental side to it, but a lot of defense is reacting and um, playing fast and physical anyways. So the defense I think is going to, are going to be at advantage come fall. Well, I look at high school ball and I got the privilege of coaching a couple seasons in Rhinelander and every single time we did our spring game, our green and white series, what side of the ball normally dominated? It was the offense because, or the defense, excuse me, because they could blitz, they could run man coverage. Those concepts in their simplest form are going to be a lot easier than having five O linemen taking the exact same steps and passing one guy off to another. Right. Do you agree, Eric? I mean, you're a defensive guy, so you, you might disagree, but. Um, I mean, no, like I see what you guys are saying because this I've seen it happen every spring and fall camp that for the first four, five um, practices, defense is doing 10 times better because, like you said, it's easier to jump right into things. But then once the offense starts clicking, there's always a couple bad days in a row where the defense has to really start locking it in and thinking about new things. Um, so I I do think that defense should be a little easier come fall. Um, but I think going back to that original question of do you think it's going to be a physical lack that, or it's going to be more physically that college kids are lacking or mentally? Um, I do think it's a little more mental, but I think oh, across the board – it might still be the same. I think the difference is we might see new players come onto fields that you weren't expecting. Because like you said, Cole, some guys are still going to get after it and do everything in their power to improve themselves in this like coronavirus lockdown while other guys are going to take it easy. So I think you could see some low guys that you never thought were going to see the field come on and show off in this fall if, like you said, Luke, if we have football. Yeah. Okay, so bringing it back to the lack of sports and people not being able to play their senior years, I'll drop my two cents on this because, as you guys know, I got very sick my senior year, and for hopefully our tens of tens of listeners that are (laughs) going to hear this podcast (laughs) – was my I would call it my number three sport but I've been playing it with Luke and even you Eric ever since I was in Little League so I had played it through 10 plus years of my life and when you can't do something that you've been putting in years and hours and hours and weekly to be able to do and you're physically unable to it's terrible but not even having the chance to be around your teammates something like that I don't know when it would hit me because I I knew it right away and then at the end of the season it it was terrible but as a young student athlete in high school you never have that chance to realize it's really over it's probably going to be some night super late maybe it already happened for some of these guys but when they truly find out that one of those things that they did with their buddies they put so much time in like, I know for me, it would really hurt, and uh, it'd be something that I wouldn't want to go through. Yeah, I agree with that, because I remember, at least, like, for my last track meet, 
I, you know, ran my final race, it was over and it didn't really hit me at the meet that it was over. I remember it hit me somewhat on the bus ride home. But then like, like you said, late at night, laying in bed, I was like, holy crap. Like that's my last high school sporting event ever. Like I don't get any of this back and it sucked. And that's something every kid, I believe, can relate to. Unfortunately, like, like we we talk about all these seniors that just finished their year playing their fall sports and even their winter sports, they just realized it, that they are, or at least like 85% of them are done. They're not going to be part of the team anymore. They're not going to see their buddy every single day. And it's, it's a tough thing. But that's the great thing about sports is they build connections with people and you just keep on growing and it brings people together. That's the one thing I'll say about us having the NFL draft. It is going to be something that the world, maybe not the world, but the United States is going to put a lot of time into and a lot of people are going to watch because it is the only sport event that as of right now is still going on. Yeah, I think the draft's got to happen. I mean, you can do it virtually. I mean, if they have to, they can pretty much just do everything online, don't you think? I mean, yeah, they don't, the commissioner doesn't need to shake everybody's hands. They can get a jersey right, later. No one even. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's weird. It's different. I think we we might see more busts from this draft than normal because – Teams can't properly evaluate. I think a lot of rookies are going to struggle. People. There's no going to be the mini camps. Yeah. They're going to get the playbooks, but especially from an offensive line perspective where you don't get to have really any contact and practice those things. Well, now you basically had three weeks where you got contact are gone already. Yeah. One thing about the draft, and I'm sure we'll dive a little deeper into this in a different podcast. But I think that would be beneficial for the NFL would potentially be expanding it. I know Adam Schefter came out and say seven days, one round a day. You each pick can get four or five minutes in those later rounds because it's teams resetting their big boards, trying to do a little bit last minute research that could help players and teams not get so flustered because we know like last year the two two of the biggest surprise picks were the Packers that were Sean Gary at 12 and then Titus Battle to the Texans I think at 25 you know Titus Howard offensive lineman there like film work has got is going to have to be the most important for things for these teams so giving them an extra day to look at all these guys is going to be very important and I look at the D3 and D2 schools as the ones who are going to really like their players, their seniors that were good and have won a shot, it's going to be harder for them because there's no pro days. Their name's not getting out there anymore. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like I think of the most recent guy from Oshkosh to go to a pro day and he went and that's where he like really impressed at the Wisconsin pro day. And that, but no one's going to have that opportunity this mm-hmm. year. And even he didn't get drafted, but he's still got a mini camp tryout and it's just not going to happen. 
yeah, like the next Austin Ecklers, I don't know if it's going to happen because they're not going to be looking at. Now there's a couple D two guys that their names are already out there, but all those other guys, those the Jerry Rice's of the world aren't going to get found that are at smaller colleges. Yeah, I agree. Jerry Rice is from a Division One school, though. Mississippi State, right? No, Mississippi. No, Mississippi Valley. Were they D one at that time? I thought they were D two. Or they FCS? Oh, yeah, they're FCS. I know they're FCS for sure now, but I guess I don't know if they were. You could could be be wrong, though. Fortunately, that's the beauty of having three people. Hopefully, one of us is right most of the time. And it's always always me. That's a very, very loaded statement right there. (laughs) Okay, do you guys want to hear the cat story? I was kind of thinking of taping to the story. end, but let's do it. Why not? This the, the Friday night story that I said. Oh, let's hear this, you guys. So Friday night, about to go to bed. It's like ten o'clock. So Emma took took Dory outside, and she takes her outside. This fucking cat comes running up to our front front door, and I see it. And Emma's like a psycho when it comes to stray animals. Like she's got to save every single one of them that she possibly can. Even though I hate stray animals because they scare the shit out of me because I, I hate them. And our dog literally got sent back from the show, sent back from an adoption. And that's why we got her because of how terrible she was with cats because she like wants to eat them. <laughs> so I knew at this point the rest of the night was going to be a complete shit show. So Emma, Emma grabs the cat and I have the dog. And I was like, oh, just let her sniff. And first of all, this cat is like not a cat. It's like a fucking bobcat. It's <laughs> giant. And she was outside with it. And then um, she's like, okay, let Dory sniff. That's my dog's name. Let Dory sniff the cat. So they did. And then the cat hisses at her, scratches her in the face, and like pandemonium ensues. So then what happens? Emma brings a fucker inside of our house. Yeah. <laughs> And this cat is in our house. I'm holding the dog, and she weaseled out of her collar probably three times. So then we, we called the cops because you have to, like, because the shelter wasn't open. And I'm talking to this guy, and he was just completely done with me. Because I said, there's a stray cat. We have the stray cat. Our dog is terrible with cats. It's in the house. We want to bring it to the animal shelter. So I go. So the guy goes, well, it needs to be in a box. It needs to be like, um, what? how did he phrase it? Like controlled, essentially, for us to call the animal shelter. So call me back. So we got it in a box. This That was a complete shit show, but if you can just imagine us getting drinking. Did you just have like a cardboard box that you poke some holes in and put the cat in that? We didn't even poke holes in it. <laughs> just it throw it in there, box. tape it up, call it a day. And then we... Uh, called the guy back he's like okay i'll call the animal shelter and they'll give you a call and tell you what to do it's like felt like three hours passed by but it was probably five minutes <laughs> and then i get a call from opal the animal shelter worker and shout out opal she's like friend of the shout pod out opal and she's like i heard you have a stray cat i was like yes we have a stray cat in our house and our dog is terrible with cats what do you want me to do? And then as I said this, the dog again slips out of her collar and just goes to town on at this cat in the box. And it's just complete insanity while Opal's on the phone. So I dropped the phone. 
like grabbed the dog, pulled her close to me, picked up the phone, put her on speakerphone, and then Emma talked to her and I brought the dog up into our room. Then all of a sudden, I hear Emma moving around. I'm like, where's the cat? Running around in the house. <laughs> Just really so then um, eventually Emma had to get like a smaller box for the cat. Put the cat in the box. The four of us, the cat, the dog, Emma, and myself drive to the animal shelter. On the way to the animal shelter, the cat shits in the box. <laughs> so the car smells like complete cat shit. Um, and then we get there. Opal comes to the rescue, grabs the box, puts the cat in a the, in the thing, and takes her into the Humane Society. Turns out it was our neighbor's fucking cat. <laughs> oh. That's rough. So, so that whole situation was how I spent my Friday night <laughs> on the Corona time. Oh, that's golden. It's Tiger King right Tiger here, baby. Tiger King flex. <laughs> have you watched? How much of that show have you watched? Zero. Yeah, I just heard about it today. Cool. <laughs> I've heard about it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So. Okay. All right, guys. Um, do we- you guys want to dive into these top fives and compare and contrast and say where that's a stupid idea and not? Probably should. Sure, I gotta go to the bathroom though. Okay. Well, I guess me and Eric will just be here. All right. Welcome back, Luke. How was your uh, little trip right there? It was wonderful. Got her done. No burning sensations. Major positivity right there. I love it. All right, Eric. <laughs> You get to start this. I want your top five things to do while this coronavirus is taking over the world. Oh, that's tough. It is tough. But sadly, I feel like my number five thing still has to be getting schoolwork done. I don't like it. But you're such a loser for that answer. I mean, I, that's my number five. You know what? Too. You're all <laughs> like school didn't stop. We still have to get stuff done. Yes. Some of my classes got way harder. Some of my classes got way easier. So it's it's a toss-up for each. Uh, Then I have still working out. Like we talked about earlier, you can't can't get soft. Um, Then I feel like because what we're doing, this has to get thrown in here also, but Making a podcast has to be number three. Yeah, it's got to be that this this would have never happened had there been no Corona time. No, because I've had so much time to start thinking about anything and everything under the sun, and I've been listening to so many podcasts. I was like, you know what? Us boys, we sit around and we talk. Why not just record it and make it into a podcast? Number one podcast right now, right now. Number one podcast for you. Yep. For me, Joe okay. Rogan, the experience. Okay. Luke Roberts. Uh, pardon my take. Love it. It's a comedy sports podcast. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, locked on NFL draft you, by the Giraffe Network. Super good site for everything that's around the NFL. The good time with those fellows. All right, Eric. What's number two? Number two. Fixing everything that's broken. <laughs> the at big our old house. mansion has a lot of issues. At, 
That sounds like the most yeah. engineer th- answer. You've yeah, got so two engineering. We have, no, so we have eight dudes that live in this house. So as you can imagine, there are plenty of things that have been broken throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have been getting around to fixing anything and everything. Uh, currently, the big project we're working on is Might fixing the generator. Might be important. Yeah. <laughs> Next Some, winter. Someday. Not a big deal. Yeah. And then my number one thing right now is new projects. As I said earlier, I'm thinking about anything and everything under the sun. So I've been doing a ton of research on a ton of different things. And the grind right now is figuring out how to build a sauna for cheap. And is there any leads to that? Or are you just like at the point where it's going to be expensive no matter what we do? No, there are ways of getting it to be cheap. Um, We may need a little resources (laughs) from the family back home. There's some stuff out at the cabin that I can use. Really just wood. Wood costs a lot in certain circumstances. But hello, yeah, hello. Because I really Am want I a back? sauna. Yeah. My my grandma and grandpa. You're back. Me. Oh. Friends of the pod? Oh, yeah. Friends of the pod. Love it. I just had this great idea. We need I Luke, I don't know if you'd be able to pull this off next year as you being a future educator of the young minds, but we need to have a live podcast at Carney. A live what? Podcast from Carney. Maybe not live, but like recorded together under the Carney way. Oh. Yes. Harmony. Okay, we, we can give her a shot. Oh, Luke's taking some time off. Eric, what was your number one? I missed it. Uh, oh, okay. Creating new projects. You want to build a sauna? Like I said, the sauna. Cabin? You know? Okay, dope. I'm not do going to be around, so it's all you. All right. <laughs> all right. That's, all right. Uh, Luke, I'm going to save you okay. till the end, if that's all right. Since me and Eric had a little bit of an overlap. So, like, my, like, nice, Gia, nice. my number five is get your homework done ahead of time. Loser. This past week, I had an opportunity to get a 300-level course done in about four days. And I hadn't touched it since the beginning of the semester. So, to be able to power it out, like, that was really nice. I have one more online course that I'm going to try and get done in about this next week of school. So, I'm, I just have four classes. That's all I got to focus on. I cannot say I well, have been like it, online active. coaching course wasn't the most difficult thing in the world. Which one was it? Uh, <laughs> fundamentals and psychology or something like that. Oh, okay. Not not one I took. No. All right. My number four was play games with friends and family. Uh, we did go on vacation during the coronavirus, me and my family. Psychos um, over there in the Ottinger household. No. I can't talk. I went to Florida too. Not not. I will say this. Not probably the greatest thing that we as the household have ever decided to do we went to ocean springs mississippi what the hell so you go on a vacation and you decided to go to ocean springs mississippi is it at least on the gulf 
Yeah, it's right by the coast. Oh, okay. Never mind. We never were. Mind. Never mind. It's one of my uh, parents' buddies' friends. So we rented the place. It was one hundred and seventy dollars a night, which is super cheap. Mm-hmm. Four bedroom, five baths, yeah. pool in the back. You could listen to music anywhere. Speakers in the by the pool, in the showers, in the living room, in the kitchen. Okay, board that games. sounds pretty awesome. There was a boat out back that could take you out to like on the water and stuff. Uh, How close were you to the ocean? Two or three miles, maybe. Oh, see, when I went, I literally walked out onto the porch, and it was, I would say, yeah. But I was still secluded; like I didn't have, like I just swam in my own pool. That's pretty nice. Well, we had the pool too. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, awesome setup. And so one of the best things we did on the trip. Um, so the night before we left, we ended up getting a room in New Orleans. So we could just catch the shuttle over to the New Orleans airport at four 30 in the morning. We probably stayed up till nine or 10, which is super late for my family playing crazy eights on our phone together. <laughs> I can still see your family doing that. Dad, you guys, and for all you new listeners who haven't had a chance to know me yet, my dad is not the most tech savvy person in the world. The other day, he asked me how to get on eBay. (laughs) I said, "You type in eBay." So I know, not great, but so we were all playing these games on our phones, and it was a good time. We had a couple really nice laughs over, and it was a pretty good chance to get closer with the family and do some stuff together. You know, I can agree with that one, Cole, because my extended family, my school family yep. up here, you know, that you always have, we have played a ton mm-hmm. of cards since this has gone down. So, I so like that. So then my number three, we got a lot of time on our hands. And I, and I mentioned this earlier in the pod, a little foreshadowing for there, you who think about what I said in the beginning, becoming a master chef. <laughs> Now, today, I had the opportunity to meet, work with my mother and make a dope shepherd's pie that I will be cooking back at my house in Superior after we're done recording this pod. So take the chance, if you can, go buy ingredients for a couple meals, and when you're done making what you had desired, see what you can mix up. If you have a little leftover chicken, a little leftover pasta... Use what you got in the cupboards and let's create something that can be special and be pretty good and go and try some new things. My number. Oh, yes. Luke. No, Luke, you made anything new lately? I do the dishes. I see uh, on your story, she allowed you to have half a banana. It doesn't even allow you to have a full banana. Oh, no. It's, it's not an allowed thing. I don't like the full banana. <laughs> Um, Why not? My breakfast sandwich that I eat every morning. I like to have the sandwich and half of a banana, and then she eats the other half with her sandwich. <laughs> I just don't like all right. it. T- it weird, the weird flex, but all right. In half. Okay. Well, how? Okay. You know, I can't attest to that because I always eat my bananas in halves, also. But I have <laughs> to eat both it's halves. It's a banana. Man. Well. I eat only half. <laughs> yep. Okay. My number two is to binge a new show. <laughs> now, there's nothing wrong with the oldies but goodies. But with 
this unlimited time on our hands. Like I've had two weeks off of spring break for spring break. Got a little extended vacay. Shout out to UWS. But for Pete's sakes, people we can only watch like Friends, How I Met Your Mother, and The Office so many times. Find something new. Why is that? Friends is off Netflix. That shouldn't happen. Go binge it then. Go find it somewhere. Go on the dark web. Pull an Eric Tracy. Get out there and enjoy it. Go on Shoebox. Go on Shoebox and Shoebox. You guys have a seat at our comic top. And then my number one thing to do is take a walk. Like we had talked about it earlier, the exercise. Oh, it felt really good to get out there. And if we're all going to be cooped up inside, and I know some of us don't want to pay for vitamins, get some vitamin C. Get some exercise, get some fresh air into your lungs. Vitamin D, Cole, is what comes from the sun. Vitamin C comes from orange juice. Well, then get some, take take (laughs) a bottle of OJ with you. Stop, go stop at your local quick trip. Thank them for being open. Grab some OJ and cake cake in your walk. All right, that's fair. fair. (laughs) I'm up here. A little bit of overlap, a lot of bit of overlap. Number five. It's been mentioned quite a few times. Prison workouts, basement, body weight, getting after it. That's it right there. Number five. Do what you got to do. Number four, as both of you said, walking. Been walking a lot. Got one scheduled here for one o'clock. Yep, it's coming up. It's coming up. Um, Number three, I just did it, but it was a full day process. I started this thing at like... Nine o'clock, and I just got done with it. Applied for unemployment because my place of work is closed due to the Rona. Gotta, you know, you gotta make gotta some money. Somehow. And I've been going to BioLife too, which never stopped. Gotta, gotta get after it there with the plasma. Oh, that we don't sucks. Cold, do you so have I it? No, uh, I don't know. Maybe most likely Duluth's right across the bridge. So. Oh, yeah, Duluth's probably got it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I gotta drive two hours to the closest one. Um, Marquette. Number two, like I said, watching old sporting events. Uh, LeBron high school games specifically. Guy was a freak. Uh, <laughs> I can say, missing out on the Masters right now. I have been watching. What about a lot March of Madness? Dual golf. Let's. Well, Let's dig also, into that in a little all, bit later. Everyone's like, been I wanna, watching basketball. I want to close basketball. the pod with that conversation. The lack of March Madness. I think that's, that'd be something that we can really like toss around for a good couple Well, of why don't we talk about it next week? Because this would only be week one of March Madness, right? Isn't that the best week, though? That's yeah, true. but next week is like the national championship. So we that would that means we literally missed the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Brought tears to my eyes right there. What's your number one topic, Luke? Number, number one thing to do. Thing to do. I've watched nine. So that means I still have uh, 13 movies left to go. All the Marvel movies. Three single. In oh, chronological That's your order. number one? Yes. Number so so you, did you start with the Hulk then or Iron Man? No, chronological. So, so I started with Captain America because that takes oh. place. In World War Two, and then I went to um, Captain Marvel because that's 1995, um, and then Iron Man one and two, 
And then I think I watched The Avengers. And then Iron Man 3. So you oh, didn't watch The Hulk. Shit. shit, I skipped Thor somewhere in there. Thor was after Iron Man 2, before The Avengers. Um, Yeah. And then Avengers, Iron Man 3, Thor, The Dark World. And now I just watched um Captain America, The Winter Soldier. No, I didn't watch... The Incredible Hulk, because that's not on Disney Plus or Netflix or Amazon Prime. So I just skip, so I just skip over that because that was made in 2008, which mm-hmm. is actually when Iron Man was made too. But so now next, I think I got Guardians of the Galaxy one and two. Even though they're kind of random, you could watch those whenever, just before um, Infinity War, I think. So I've still got a lot of a lot of journey to go here. Um, what did I say? 13 movies. Multiply that by about two and a half. Eric, what's the answer? 13 times two and a half. Uh, 30-ish. Um, I'm just going I want to hear your math skills. Uh, so, so we got, that's six and a half. 26 plus six and a half, uh, 32 and a half hours about. Am I right? Not bad, kid. Not bad. Go. Okay. So. Well, if you had to pick one of those movies you just watched. And someone told you, out of the movies you watched, you could only pick one of them to watch mm-hmm. again for the rest of your life. Which one are you picking? That's a tough one. Uh, maybe Iron Man. No, Thor to the Dark World. That that was the best one, I think. And I haven't, I hadn't seen it before. Oh, really? that, okay. A little bias. Didn't, yeah, didn't that take sure. a lot I of criticism? Did, but I thought it was really good. So. You know, I liked it also, but I feel like you can't go yeah, wrong with the OG Iron Man. Good point. Man. See, he, he'd gotten to. I don't know how that's not. An... What? What? You, you would watch the first Avengers, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that's not our number one pick for this. Because there's not, there's not as much action. There's the best action when Hulk I picks up Loki. Agree. That's one of the great moments of the cinematic world. I agree with you. However, I just there's a lot more talking in Avengers. There is. They yes. gotta set the backstory yeah, and some a little stuff. bit about our villain. And I don't like it because it just pisses me off because I know that Loki becomes good eventually, but he's still yeah, <laughs> whatever. Spoiler. And it's been out it came out in like two thousand twelve, okay? Major spoiler alert. <laughs> um but he's an asshole, so <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. Alrighty guys. Is there anything else we want to hit upon today? Talk about? Let the people know about? I've got nothing. I got my walk schedule in a minute here. Got to get going. He's got to get going. Right. On that note, thanks for coming in, everybody. And know you always have a seat at our countertop.